Hi everyone, welcome to the Pocket Size Personal Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Winsbury, and in these podcasts, I'm bringing you the most impactful personal branding advice that you can use to build your audience, improve your reputation, and grow your business. And I want to respect your time with this. So all of these episodes are going to be between 5 and 15 minutes. I'm trying to condense all of the best personal branding advice into short episodes so that this is the most impactful personal branding podcast there is, and hopefully you never have to listen to another one again. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Something I've been nerding out on recently around personal branding is just studying people with big personal brands and really looking at kind of how they went from having no presence at all to having this established reputation online, studying that process, uh, restalking the early days of their, their personal growth, uh, listening to interviews. And one of the people I've done this with a lot recently is a guy called Jack Butcher, who is the creator of Visualize Value. If you don't know Jack, you don't know Visualize Value, these are um, black and white, graphics, you've probably seen them without knowing it's him, black and white graphics that distill really complex ideas into simple, understandable graphics. Really, really clever the way he does it. Um, and he's really risen to fame over the last couple of years or so. He was even included in uh, Stephen Bartlett's book, Happy Sexy Millionaire. He did all of the graphics for that. And he's, you know, widely renowned as, as being one of the best in the game at this. He's often copied lots of people trying to do a similar thing to him. Um, but really he was a pioneer of this and has absolutely nailed personal branding over the last few years. So got into studying him, listening to his interviews, going back through his Twitter profiles and, and really studying how he went from uh, no personal brand to where he is today in such a short time. And a few principles, six principles actually that stood out to me that I wanted to run through and basically cover in this episode as, as things that we can learn from him. Okay, so the first one is the importance of having a body of work. Okay. Most personal brands are missing a body of work. And what I mean by this is most people are trying to build a personal brand without actually having done anything significant before building it or being interesting enough to build one. It sounds like a horrible thing to say, but actually it's the truth. Okay? Most people don't have a body of work behind them. It's building a personal brand without a body of work is like trying to market a shit product. Okay? You might get a little bit of traction early on, but it's very, very difficult to sustain good results over a long period of time. Okay, there's no real substitute for having a good product in marketing. And it's a similar thing in personal branding. You've got to be interesting or you've got to be um, really good at what you do, essentially. Jack Butcher, most people see a guy that started creating graphics and has gone from nothing to fame in, in two years. But actually, there's 10 years before that where Jack actually worked in a load of Fortune 100 companies. So for 10 years, he's working in Fortune 100 companies. Imagine the contacts, the experience, the credibility that he gained from that. Okay, so this kind of rise to fame over the last two, three years is underpinned by 10 years working in Fortune 100 companies. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can say they've worked in Fortune 100 companies for 10 years. So he's got this body of work behind him. And that's really, really important. It's good context. It adds a frame to your personal brand for, um, through which people can see you and basically see you as somebody that is credible. Okay? So if you're struggling to build your personal brand, consider the fact that it might be that you need to start getting better results or build up a better body of work behind you. It's one of the best things you can do, and I don't mean to say it um, in a rude way, but it's just a fact that we have to uh, have to face. Okay, so principle number one that we can learn from Jack Butcher, build a body of work. The second principle we can learn from, from Jack Butcher is that you are always best positioned to serve the former self. Okay, or serve the person you once were. And what I mean by this is you're always best placed 
to help people who are in a position that you were previously in. Okay, so what Jack does is Jack helps. Um, Jack went through an experience, right, where he left the Fortune 100 companies to start his own agency and actually found he hated it. Okay, um, he had no time, he had no freedom, he had no creative capacity to do the work he really, really loved. Okay? So he basically quit the agency and, and went out and started as a, a freelance designer, essentially. Now, a lot of other people have been through that experience. They've been to agency land and found out that their freedom goes down, they have no time, they're stacked up with client work, maybe they have unrealistic client expectations. Um, all of these things that they can really resonate with in, in Jack. Jack's been through that situation, and now he's out the other side. He's been the struggling agency creative that has no freedom whatsoever. And he's now a successful creative that works on his terms, can charge a lot for his projects, um, and lives basically the life that most creatives would dream of. He's got this end result, but he once was this person that he's now helping. Okay? Because he's been that person, he's been through the transformation he's helping them achieve, he's very well positioned to help him. It's much more convincing. He has been them. So remember, you're always best positioned to serve the person you once were, to serve those who are like a former you. Okay, remember that, principle number two. Principle number three that we can learn from, from Jack is very, very simple actually, but often forgotten. Follower feedback, okay? One thing Jack did, did in the early days was he actually spoke to his audience. He chatted toward his audience and he actually said, what do you like about what I'm posting? What do you wanna see more of? And this gives him really, really clear insight on what he should be posting more of. It's primary evidence of what people are finding interesting. And that is probably the best evidence possible, the best ideas possible for what you should be posting in the future. It sounds so simple, but it's amazing how many people don't do this. I mean, ask yourself now, have you ever gone out and actually asked your audience what they want to see? Okay, Maybe it's worth doing that because there's a lot you can learn. They essentially give you the content, they give you the ideas that you need. So ask your followers, ask your audience, You know, what do you want to see from me? Easiest way to grow, easiest way to get ideas. Next principle is around volume and quantity matters. So in his early days, Jack was actually posting up to five times a day on Twitter, okay? Really getting the reps in. And why is this important? Well, in the early days, you know, every time you put out a piece of content, it's another opportunity for your audience to grow. So simply getting more reps in or putting more out, increasing the volume is giving you more chances to grow your audience, okay? It's simple maths. If someone puts out one piece of content and some people, someone puts out five pieces of content, Per day the person that puts out five pieces of content is five times more likely all other things being equal to grow their audience they've got five more chances okay obviously if the quality goes down that's another question but scale the quality to as high a quantity as you possibly can simply get the reps in and you give yourself more opportunity to grow you also give yourself more opportunity to test the quality okay so by posting more you can essentially get better data on what's performing well what's not and you can start actually to hone your skills in content creation as well. So don't be afraid to up quality, get the reps in. There is no substitute for doing this, really. Quantity does matter. The next principle is around authority hijacking. Now this sounds quite black hat, it sounds a little bit criminal, but actually it's really, really smart. Um, and it comes down to a principle called the halo effect, which is how you, it's essentially the idea that by associating yourself with people of influence, you become seen as a person of influence yourself. So if I associate myself with some big names in the marketing industry, let's say I associate myself with uh, Stephen Bartlett, Gary Vaynerchuk, people very quickly are gonna start to see me as a leader in marketing. Because if I'm kind of on the same level as them, as them so to speak, I must be credible as well. You know, what Jack did really, really well 
was he managed to land partnerships with high profile people. So firstly, he'd take ideas from high profile people and distinguish them into graphics. That would get engagement from these, these high profile people. Let's say, um, let's just continue with the Stephen Bartlett example. Let's say Stephen Bartlett has a quote. Jack Butcher would actually distill that into a graphic. Stephen Bartlett's bound to engage on that and say this is amazing and suddenly he's got Stephen Bartlett's vote of confidence, he's got a lot of other people as well. So this is kind of, this is herd behavior, this is the halo effect, this is social proof. All of it comes under this umbrella term of hijacking authority. Taking authority from someone else and bringing it towards yourself um, through association. One of the best plays he did was actually producing the graphics for Stephen Bartlett's book because suddenly he is the guy that did the graphics for the best-selling Happy Sexy Millionaire book. That's a lot of authority that transfers from Stephen and his audience over to Jack. It's a really smart play there. And the final principle is around validated virality. Now, what I mean by this is uh, the, the process that Jack took was to take ideas and philosophies that were already famous and distill them into graphics, essentially present them in a novel way. Okay. The reason this is so smart is because he was taking ideas and philosophies that were already popular. Okay? He was just presenting them in a new way. So these ideas, he already knew they had viral potential. People were already interested in these things because these quotes, these ideas were widely shared for years and years. Okay? So he already knew these were viral ideas. He was just presenting them in a way that people had never seen before. So he had validated the interest in this, in this content before he'd even produced it. Really smart tactic that he used, okay? So a few principles there, just to summarize the six principles that we can learn from Jack Butcher. Number one, most personal brands are missing a body of work. Number two, you're always best positioned to help your former self. Number three, fame follows follower feedback. I'll say that again, fame follows follower feedback. If you wanna get famous, ask your followers for feedback and follow it, tongue twister. Number four, volume means opportunity. Number five, authority is built through association. And number six, you can hijack virality. Guys, I really hope those six principles were useful. Take those away, implement some of those principles for yourself and see how you get on. I'd love to hear some of the amazing results that you get from them. And I will see you on the podcast next week.